Hey there, friend. Listen, I want to invite you to join me for an upcoming presentation I'm offering called How to Shift from Willpower to Want Power. If you're tired of feeling like you have the best of intentions with food and weight, only to have it all fall by the wayside by the time your head hits the pillow at night, then this is for you. If you're interested in making permanent weight loss easier and less of a struggle, then this is for you. If you're curious what want power is, which you probably should be, and can't wait to learn how to incorporate it into your journey toward peace and freedom around food, then this is for you. I'll be presenting live twice on Wednesday, May 1st, 2024, at both noon and 7.30 p.m. Central Time Zone. I'll answer your questions live and we'll have a really good time together. But if you can't make either of those days, I'm not going to make you get a replay emailed into your inbox only for it to get lost and never be watched no matter how deeply you want to make time to go through it. Because I mean, honestly, who are we kidding? (laughs) We've all done this, including me. No, instead, we are offering multiple watch parties for several days after the live presentation. So come watch the replay with other doctors and interact in the chat with them and my team. So either way, whether you come live or to a watch party, it will be worth your time for sure. All you have to do is register at katrinaubellmd.com forward slash want power. That's katrinaubellmd.com forward slash w-a-n-t-p-o-w-e-r. See you there. You are listening to the Weight Loss for Busy Physicians podcast with Katrina Ubell, MD, episode number 301. Welcome to the Weight Loss for Busy Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Katrina Ubell, MD. This is the podcast where busy doctors like you come to learn how to lose weight for the last time by harnessing the power of your mind. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating and exhaustion and move into freedom around food, you're in the right place. Well, hello there, my friend. How are you today? So glad you're here. Thank you for joining me today. I'm actually I say this literally every time. Maybe maybe the reason I always tell you that I'm excited to tell you what I have to tell you. I was going to say to have this conversation with you. I, I understand it's a one-sided conversation, <laughs> but still, in my mind, we're having a conversation. I think the reason I'm always so excited is because by the time I get to the point of recording, I've worked it all out in my head and I'm like, yes, I know what I want to say. And so I'm ready to do it. So now I'm excited. So here I am. Thanks for joining me. I'm really, really glad that you're here today. There is something that's come up recently that I think is super sneaky. It's a way that we sabotage ourselves. And I can't wait to point it out to you because I don't think it's going to be what you are guessing it's going to be. So, so good. I also just want to put out another request. You probably know, if you don't, I'll just let you know that I had a book that was published a couple weeks ago that I wrote. It's called How to Lose Weight for the Last Time, Brain-Based Solutions for permanent weight loss. And so if you've already picked up a copy of that, I just want to say thank you so much. You know, I really appreciate that. But what I'd appreciate even more is if you would leave a review about it on Amazon, please. It really does make a difference. If you think about it, I mean, literally, we can't even help ourselves. We're always checking 
to see what the reviews are before we purchase something. I was just thinking the other day, I actually had to buy more, you know, doggy poop bags like for walks. <laughs> and, you know, we used to just use the, you know, kind of extra plastic bags that came through, but we use a lot of reusable bags. We don't really have a lot of those bags and kind of sometimes it's sort of a waste. It's like a big plastic bag for just one walk. So I was looking on Amazon and looking for these bags and there was one that had like, I don't know, it was a ridiculous number, like tens of thousands of positive five-star reviews on these poop bags for dogs. And I was just like, dang, okay, I want those. I mean, it made the decision so easy for me. And it's just so funny, right? We're like, hey, everybody else likes this bag. I probably will too. And so when people are looking for help with weight loss, rather than them being directed to the latest fad thing that requires them to do all kinds of crazy adjustments with their food and things that just are not going to be helpful to them, We want to signal to them, hey, there actually are a lot of people who know a better way and it involves using your brain. The way we can send them that message is by making sure that there's lots of Amazon reviews. So we just crested 100 reviews, which is amazing. And so if you sent in a review already, I thank you so much for doing so. If you have not submitted one yet, I wanted to ask if you could please do that. So Amazon is a great, great place to do that. Of course, if you want to leave a review at Barnes & Noble or Goodreads as well, that would be also amazing. That's like extra, extra points. (laughs) But if you could just do Amazon, it does not have to be lengthy, but whatever you want to share, it would be great. I would really appreciate that. Okay, so let's talk about the sneaky way that you're sabotaging yourself. So let me tell you a little story, how this idea even got into my mind. So with the book being out, I've been asked to do various different things. And and some of it's promotion, but a lot of it is more just speaking to groups of people and helping them, which I'm always happy to do. And so recently, I was invited to be a guest on a podcast. So I did that guesting appearance. And then the host of the podcast said, hey, you know what, in my business, I and I think he's got, gosh, at least like 500 employees. It's like quite a large organization. And he said, you know, it's really important to us. We're really always working with all of our employees on various ways of being healthy and, um, you know, feeling well in their lives. And this month, it turns out that we actually are talking about weight and health. And I was wondering if you'd be willing to come and speak to them all just about weight and answer their questions and things like that. And so I said, yeah, of course, I'd love to do that. I'd love to help out. So I went there, such a lovely group of people, super diverse from all over the world. It was actually really fun to see people from all over the place on this call. It was meeting style on Zoom, so you could see everybody's faces. So that was really fun. And so there was one question that was asked that lit the fire for me in terms of this episode for you, because it is such a sneaky way that we talk about things and we don't realize how much it's harming us. And so I thought I got it. I pointed it out to the person who asked this question, but I want to point it out to you too, because there's a really good chance that you're doing it as well. So what happened was this woman, very nice woman, she raised her hand and she proceeded to talk to me about her frustrations with weight. And a lot of it, as she is explaining it all, really centered around things that her perspective on were making it much worse. So let me explain. She was saying, a lot about how unfair it is that when women are trying to lose weight along with men. So, you know, assuming this is like a hetero relationship, you know, like something that way, or maybe if it's just in the workplace, if there are women and men losing work and losing weight at the same time, that it's just very unfair that men tend to lose weight much faster. They don't need to make as many changes that it's just so unfair that women 
are working, you know, harder at it and they're not getting the results as men. It was very interesting seeing her kind of loop on this and talk about it more and more about how it was just so unfair. And then she said, and, you know, I'm in my 40s, but I don't even want to whisper the word menopause. It was like shocking to me how negative she was about something that's a completely normal and natural part of existing as a human. So then she was essentially saying she just knew that with perimenopause and menopause that the weight struggle will get even worse. And and so what to do about this? Right. And of course, you know, typically people would expect you to say, OK, I've got like the supplement or I've got the metabolism booster trick or I've got this hack or, you know, this is the way that you should eat. But instead, what really is so desperately needed here is a shift in our thinking. So what I want to point out to you is that the way that she was talking about menopause was actually really ageist. And this is, I think, the sneaky thing. You know, so many women have lamented forever, right? They try to lose weight at the same time as a man. The man loses weight faster. My answer to that is yes and. Like, okay, yeah, that's happening. Why are we choosing to think about this as the victim of someone else's success? Like, let's be happy for people who are getting the results that they want and focus on doing what we need to do for ourselves. I just don't see at all how spending a lot of time thinking about how somebody else, anybody else is losing weight faster than us is beneficial to us or serves us in any way at all. So let's just leave that part (laughs) there, right? Like, let's keep our eyes on our own paper. You remember putting up your folder sometimes so people couldn't copy, like you'd open up a folder and like, you know, balance it on your desk so that none of your neighbors could copy off your paper. (laughs) That's what I'm envisioning right now. Like, let's keep our eyes on our own paper and eyes on our own test and do what we need to do for ourselves and let other people get whatever results they get by doing whatever they need to do to get those results. I just don't know how comparing that is helpful in any way at all. It just makes us feel terrible about ourselves. But the thing I really want to point out is this terrible negative thinking we have about ourselves and our bodies in terms of how we age. And I see this even in people who are still in their 30s. You know, there's these ideas, these thoughts about how horrible it is to get older and how our bodies are, you know, working against us or we're battling with our bodies or it's only getting worse from here. You know, like, it. and again, I'm sure a lot of people could be like, well, here's the evidence to prove that, you know, you have more aches and pains and you lose muscle mass as you get older. It's harder to maintain that. Like, yes, okay, all of that may be true, but why are we thinking about it in a way that's so ageist? What I hear so often is women who are upset by society no longer valuing them as they get older, yet the way they think about themselves, they're not valuing themselves either, right? So maybe we can't control how society views women as they age, but we sure as heck can control how we think about ourselves. Menopause and just aging in general is a natural, normal part of being a human woman. (laughs) This is not a disease. This is not something that needs to be fixed. I'm not going to say that it doesn't come with a lot of challenges for a lot of people. I'm not saying that you shouldn't get help for those challenges. I'm not saying that at all. What I want to speak to is the way that we think about it. We have to work on being open to our lives 
getting better and better as we get older. And I mean, you might withdraw when I say this, but you have to be open to your body and your experience of your body getting better and better as you get older. It doesn't have to get worse. It doesn't have to be something that you can't even stand to whisper because you're dreading it so much. Okay. There are amazing things that are awaiting every single one of us, no matter what our age is. And when we focus on those things, we can focus on the future. We can think about what are all the good things that could come for us moving forward. And when we can see the future, when we can see what else is available to us in our lives, no matter what our age is, then we can start going, okay, well, am I in the body that will help me to fully accomplish those things, be a part of those things, enjoy those things? What I'm thinking of is like, maybe you want to travel and you want to be able to hike. And right now, hiking is a real challenge for you. Okay, well, so you know what? If our goal, what we see in our future is that we want to be able to travel and hike, then what can we do today, right? We don't have to sit around thinking about how sad it is that other people lose weight faster than us. We don't have to sit around thinking about how sad it is that there's some sort of, you know, very natural physiologic change that's going to happen to us sometime in the future. We can get to work today creating that experience of our bodies that we want that might include weight loss. It might not. It might involve working on strength. It might involve figuring out how to eat in a way that really supports your body and helps you to feel really, really energized and like, you know, any issues that you may have, other underlying issues that are influenced by your way of eating, like that those things are all under control. But when we just are thinking that our lives are going to get smaller and smaller and more closed down and it's only getting worse from here, it's insulting, honestly, right? Like we're insulting ourselves and we're insulting our elders. We're insulting the people who are further ahead of us that it's such a horrible, bad experience. And it doesn't have to be. But I will tell you that if you expect it to be horrible, because we know that our thoughts create our results, there will be some element of interpreting things as being horrible, even though you can also interpret many, many other things, or maybe even those same things in a different way, or in a really positive way that serves you. I think that when, you know, I mean, it's very interesting to just think about different cultures and how different cultures view the elders, right? In a lot of cultures, elders are really revered, they're really respected, their wisdom and the way that they approach life and what they have to offer is something that's really special. And in our Western culture, that largely is not the case anymore. But again, we teach people how to treat us and For other people to treat us the way we want to be treated, we have to go first and treat ourselves the way we want to be treated. That means thinking about yourself and having self-talk, right? The, you know, words that are in your head about yourself that you tell yourself about yourself, having those be loving and supportive and compassionate when you're struggling and appreciative and grateful and focused on the things that are good. I definitely do not look at my life and my body as like things are getting worse and worse. Things are changing for sure. If things are really a problem, yeah, I'm going to look for solutions for sure. Of course. But why would it benefit me to think that things are getting worse and worse or only going downhill from here? I'm only going to struggle more with my weight. What's interesting is 
my parents, uh, I think I've mentioned this here before, my parents have moved into an independent living building that was really recently built. And they moved here in the spring. And they were the second people to move into this big tower. So over the course of time, more and more people have moved in and we'll go there and have a meal with them and, you know, meet some of their friends and stuff. And what I find so fascinating is how, you know, definitely there's people who are, you know, probably higher weight than they might like, but there are tons and tons of people who are in their 70s, 80s and beyond who are fit, who are healthy, who are totally active. And so why is it different for them? Not probably because they're special. I mean, maybe they've got, you know, some sort of genetic help in their corner, but I guarantee you they're doing something about it because they want to live their life in a certain way. They want to have a certain experience of their life. There's a man in his 90s that goes on three to four mile walks every single day. And my mom said, if you want to go with him, you better be ready to move because he does not walk slowly. (laughs) Right. So there's probably a reason that he's fit and active in his 90s, you know, cognitively healthy, all of those things. So we just have to invite ourselves that maybe the way that most people talk about women's bodies as they age and just what our experiences are of aging, that maybe they could be wrong and we can invite ourselves to think differently. We don't have to force ourselves to think differently. We don't have to make ourselves But we have to just understand that it is a choice. And if we want to continue thinking that old way, then we're choosing to think a way that doesn't support us. And I just want to point out for everybody who is on the younger end of the spectrum, this also applies when people are talking about having children, right? Your body's never the same. And, you know, all the horrible things that can happen to your body after you have a baby. And again, I'm not saying that changes don't happen. (laughs) I'm just saying We don't have to be so sad about it all the time. Like, yes, our bodies change. Why does that have to be a bad thing? We can learn how to, you know, dress our bodies. We can learn to love and accept our bodies. And a lot of people talk about the changes that happen, um, you know, kind of the aftermath of a pregnancy as like, you know, battle scars or things like that. And if that supports you in thinking about it that way, amazing. But also it could be a really cool thing. Yeah, I had this baby and my body had to change in these ways to make that possible. Okay, what are we going to do next? What's the next thing? So this just really hit home for me because I feel like to a certain extent for me, myself, just like a personal goal is to not develop that line of thinking that is just dread and it's like certainty of horrible things in the future. <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. And of course, we can be certain that things are going to happen in the future because we're living a human life, of course. But why are we focusing on that? Why are we thinking about that? There's also amazing things that are to come. Maybe we should focus on those things instead. So that's what I propose. Let's stop being ageist against ourselves. Let's stop telling ourselves and others about what a horrible experience it is to get older. Are there challenges? undoubtedly, no one is saying that there aren't. But there's also really great things that come too. And I think it would benefit us. I think it would be supportive to us for us to focus our thinking and our overall mindset on those things. That's how we get to the end of our lives going, you know what, I had a really, really good life. Were there challenges? Yes. But you know what, so many amazing, great things happened. (laughs) The amazing, great things are happening But if you don't notice them, intentionally tell your brain, look, these are those things, you'll miss them. And wouldn't that be so sad? So no more ageism, no more lamenting about all those things. Of course, we get to have our thoughts and and feelings. We can process through those. 
And then we get to, you know, reconnect with our bodies, this amazing body that makes our existence possible. Without it, there's no, they have not invented any other way for a consciousness to live in in another body or in a robot or, you know, a machine or anything like that. Like, we need our bodies. They're magnificent, even when they change. And on that note, I am going to say goodbye for this week. Thank you so much for your attention and for joining me. And I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Ready to start making progress on your weight loss goals? For lots of free help, go to katrinaubellmd.com and click on free resources.